I'm Angel Donovan, and this is the Dating Skills Podcast. This is a 14-year ongoing mission to discover the truth about what works in dating, sex, and relationships, to become a better man. Join me as I leave no stone unturned, chase down every expert, role model, and mentor with insights to get us to that goal as fast as possible. This show is about bringing you the best of that information so that you can take it in and change your life for the better, step-by-step, episode-by-episode. Angel Donovan here with another episode of Dating Skills Podcast. We're at episode 49, and this week we have something pretty unique. It's something I haven't really seen anywhere else, and it's pretty difficult to access. So when this opportunity came up, we grabbed it, and I really think you guys are going to get a lot out of this. So if you wanted to look somewhere in the world to learn about dating high-quality women, where would you look? You'd probably look at the world of A-list celebrities. Not easily accessible, you know, arguably some of the highest status dating in the world, right? Just because they're always in the limelight and we're always looking at them. So all of the women in this world have a lot of status in in our eyes. This is definitely something we can learn from. Just if you want to learn about dating high quality women and attracting high quality women, but also because of the specific conditions of this world, you know, they have to look at things like discretion. They have to uh, look at social pressures, which may not be the best for their relationships, as we see with many of the divorces. So there's many angles of the celebrity dating world that are going to be really useful for us to understand a bit better. So obviously, you know, we're not all going to date celebrities, but, you know, keep in mind that you can take lessons from this as well and apply them to your life. And in particular, if you're interested in dating higher quality women. Now, obviously, we see a lot of celebrity dating in the tabloids. That's really what the tabloids do these days. But how real is that? You know, do you really believe that? Now, probably there's not very much of it that really is, you know, that true. And most of it, if it is true in some way, it's extremely exaggerated. So it's not very useful for us in terms of people who are trying to get at the truth of dating and understand it better and master it. So what what we really need to do is interview someone and talk candidly about the subject, a celebrity. And today we do have a celebrity. We have Antonio Sabato Jr. with us today. He has been a celebrity since the 90s. You may know him from various TV shows like CSI, General Hospital, and Scrubs. The women he dated include really big names like Madonna, Pamela Anderson, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Jewel Kilcher and Rachel Leigh Cook, amongst many others. So we've been able to get him on the show because Antonio has been giving advice out over the last year as a spokesperson for Anastasia Date, and he has a blog on their website. So as usual, you can get the transcript and the show notes of this interview at datingskillsreview.com slash DSP49. After the interview, I'll also let you know about something new that's happening at Dating Skills Review. So hold tight for that also. Now let's get to this interview. Okay, Antonio, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks very much for coming in. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. No, great, great. So I wanted to get a little bit of a background quickly on you know where, where you've been and what you're up to. So what is your background right now? Like what have you done during your career? Can just just the highlights and you know, can you give it, give us those and let us know what you're up to right now? Right now, I'm in the process of doing a movie for Discovery ID. Mm-hmm. Uh, in about a couple of weeks, it's called 
the Heartbreakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, I'll be doing a TV show, which is going to take me around the country called Fix It and Finish It. Okay. It's a, it's a renovation show that we're starting to shoot in April, and we'll be going to all the major cities in the country. And mm. I pretty much go inside somebody's house, and I'll be fixing one room inside and one outdoor room for RVs, tree houses, boats, apartments, buildings, anything. So that should be a lot of fun in that. And that will take me through pretty much the end of the year. Great, great. So you're, you're married now, correct? We've, we've, I think you have three children. I have three kids. I've been married for almost two years. Congratulations. Thank you. So, and you live in LA? Yes. Great. Now, you know, you've obviously been a celebrity for quite a while now. When was it that you first kind of, you would say, got to that kind of celebrity status? What, what was the first first moment when, when, you know, people started recognizing you or you kind of thought, yeah, I, I'm kind of a bit of a celebrity now? I, I would say when I when I did my first, one of my first jobs was doing a video with Janet Jackson was okay. Love Will Never Do Without You. They didn't, that, that video became one of the best videos in history. And, mm-hmm. and I was so pleased to be part of it. Mm-hmm. And people just recognized me and they didn't quite know my name, but they knew mm. what I looked like. Mm. Uh, literally a few years after that, I, I was on General Hospital for two years. And that's when I started to have a really huge fan base, which I, to this day, I still have. And they're mm. very loyal. So probably early 90s till now. Okay, great. Early 90s. That's quite a while. So 20 years or so. So like, I understand that, you know, you've dated quite a number of well-known celebrity women. I believe some of these are Pamela Anderson, Madonna and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Could you give a few more details on that? Like who you've been seen with dating and so on over the years? Well, I had, uh, you know, I had the pleasure to meet up, you know, beautiful women, incredible women, women that pretty much are known all over the world. But I I've always wanted to keep it private to myself. My life was private to me and the person that I was dating. And so now I can talk about it. But on the day, it was very private. I never I never went out to be seen. I never went out to be in a limelight with uh, people that I was seen mm. being seen with. So, you know, what can I say? I, I, I can't complain. But at the end of the day, I found the woman of my life and my dreams that, that I'm married to. So it turned out to be great. So, you know, I, discretion was something I actually wanted to... T- Talk about it a little bit. Do a lot of people in Hollywood, you know, make make a lot of efforts to keep their dating lives discreet, or, or does it kind of vary? And how difficult is it? Well, some people enjoy being being watched, you know, and being mm. in the limelight. I, I I take the other route. I don't live in Los Angeles to say I live out in the outskirts, uh, a private life to my family and my children. But uh, you can choose to go to specific places and be seen, or you, or you don't have to. So. I guess it's a choice. You can't really go to the Ivy in Beverly Hills and go, well, I don't want to be seen here. You know, the photographers, mm-hmm. paparazzis are waiting there. So plus I, I ride my motorcycle. So even though they even if they try to follow me, they can't catch me. So I'm always <laughs> able to get away. Good job. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, so when I go in, I go in and I come out and and I, and I leave and nobody knows that I was there. OK, great. And Antonio, how many women would you say you slept with today? Uh, I lost count. Oh, great. How many relationships have you had? Uh, relationships, I only had a few. I would say the relationships that, I, that I've had with the mothers of my children are the, the true relationships in my life. So I would say three. Okay, great, great. And like when you, when you say relationships, were, so were the rest kind of like one night stands or were they like maybe short kind of flings? So a month or so and you don't classify that as a relationship or? Well, I think dating in general is not really a relationship. I uh, think, you know, I think dating could, it's a process in life where you just kind of don't want to be too serious to somebody or just you find things about someone that you don't, you know, connect with and mm. you just move on. So, but relationships is different. That's when you start talking about the most important things and what matters in life. So, 
yeah, dating, I wouldn't consider relationships. Okay. And then one night stand, I really didn't have those. So mm-hmm. I, I tried to build something and then, and then sometimes it didn't work out. All right, great. So you've dated uh, a lot of celebrities who aren't very accessible. You know, that's kind of the nature of Hollywood. How did you meet them? Like, what was the typical situation? The typical situations would be probably, and probably I'm sure that other celebrities can agree, parties, uh, red carpets, things like that, where you just know somebody, then know somebody else, and you get to meet someone and things connect. Or, you know, it's just in in the process of being part of Hollywood, in that sense, you get to meet somebody. But, you know, then it's interesting. When you're in that environment, all of a sudden things are in front of you and easy to access. Mm. And uh, it becomes, you know, it's, you're in the same business, so you talk about the same things, kind of, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I totally get it. So we, these are, these would be private parties, kind of like at-home parties or like special event parties, which are exclusive, right? Yeah, to some degree. I mean, mm-hmm. there's definitely not, not paparazzis in there, but these are these are events that you can be yourself and be surrounded by your co-workers and people that you know, or you, you know, you want to work with or you're mm-hmm. just trying to... You're trying to connect with for future projects, yeah, for sure. Right, right, right. So we're not talking about bars and, and clubs, really? No. No, no, no bars and clubs, no. Have you also dilated, dated a lot of non-celebrities? Like, and how would you meet them? Would it be different? In, in those situations, that would probably be somewhat the same, or just when you travel and, and you go to other places. And other, it, It's great what I do because I, I get to travel a lot and, and meet mm. a lot of interesting people. So sometimes when you're away from Los Angeles, you kind of can be yourself a little bit in, in yeah. the the nightlife kind of events and, and places because it's not LA. It's more free and you can just kind of be yourself and a little bit more. So I, I traveling sometimes I've met, but once again, not, not, not clubs and, and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Do you, do you have a lot of stories of women throwing themselves at you? You know, there's a lot of stereotypes, of course, that we read in magazines and, and wherever. Would you say, you know, did that, those kind of situations come up for you? They still come up okay. to this day. But, uh, <laughs> I think I think when you're married, I think it actually is worse because mm. they, 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 they women sometimes they they feel like they want to fight for the fact that you know if I can get a married man, I can pretty much get anybody. I'm pretty solid to my to my wife, to my relationship with her and my family, so they they pretty much get it right away. But I, you can see the you can see people just trying to flirt and trying to you know how they express themselves. And you know I, I've been around the block, so I kind of mm. I kind of know right away, and I just I, I see it coming. Great. Have you got any kind of like stories about that, like surprising situations that came up or like, you know, crazy stories like where these situations, you know, got a bit out of hand or something? Well, you know, I, sometimes I, it's funny to me when I when I hear about, you know, I had conversations with sometimes a married woman and, and we're mm. talking about it. it comes down to, you know, how's your life? How's my life? You mm. know, are you happy being married? And all of a sudden they start talking about, well, you know, I'm not really happy, blah, blah, blah. And they try to... Mm. You know, come around from left field about it going, well, you know, if I tell him that I'm not happy, maybe he'll say he's not happy. I mean, we can, you know, it's just, it's yeah. just like, it's a, it's a big game of lies and manipulation. And that goes all over the world. It's just how th- pe- people do things nowadays. And, mm-hmm. you know, with all the technology and things that we have, you kind of sometimes, you know, at the right place, you can pretty much come up with a whole new story mm-hmm. and new things. So, but I see it and I enjoy it. I, I kind of just, I'm amused from it. I, I, you know, I'm a happy dude, so I don't I don't take it to heart. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm married. I'm, I'm faithful to my wife, and uh, that's how it's going to be. Great. So it, it sounds pretty subtle the way most people bring this up. Would you are those like celebrities you're talking about mostly, or would you say non celebs are, are pretty? Oh, anybody. It, mm. it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it, we're all human, so yeah. 
it, it all comes down to what kind of life, what kind of you know relationship, how serious you take marriage and relationships in general. Mm. So yeah, anybody. I think it all comes down to you know how you were raised and but in the celebrity world, sometimes you see it more because mm. they feel that they can they can tell you anything they want. There's no worries there. You know, I'm a celebrity. I I can talk about whatever I want. But it's obvious. You can see it. It's it's fun. I I, I think. You know, I, I sit back and I laugh sometimes about stuff that they want to talk about. Great, great. So, like, once once you met someone, what would be the typical kind of dates you would you would do when, when it's a celebrity? Is it any different to anything you would normally do? Is it kind of dinner or, you know, what kind of things would you do when you're dating? It would be dinner. It would be somewhere where it's not in the limelight. You yep. know, I would, I would take it to a more reclusive kind of place and nice food obviously and where you can be left alone and and there's many places like that so when i hear about celebrities not 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 being able to go to close uh, confined places that's not true there's a lot of great places that they will never know you're there so mm. that's what i would do i just you know i, I want to be left alone you want to have a conversation you want to talk to someone you don't want to be bothered yep so yeah that's what i would do so, so I'm just going to kind of like go through like what I'm assuming would be a typical thing. You'd meet them at like you know, one of these parties and, and, you know, maybe you switch numbers relatively discreetly or, or not. And then, and then, you know, you set, you start texting and, and stuff and then set up, a, you know, a dinner date or whatever. Is that kind of how it would go normally? Yeah. Well, we can, you know, to make it even safer, we can both meet up somewhere and get to know each other at one place and then take it from there very slow. Mm. And a place that she's comfortable, a place that I'm comfortable, uh, where I can pick her up, whatever, you know, mm. usually you want to offer and be the gentleman about everything, but mm. sometimes they, they feel like, well, you know, I just want to meet you there and get to know each other and go mm. from there. So. Mm. so, so was it a pretty slow progression or fast or does it, you know, really vary person by person? Sometimes it'd be fast. Sometimes mm. things would just click right away and you just kind of, maybe you've seen each other for a while. Maybe you've been around each other for a while. Maybe mm. you know each other or whatever. And, and you kind of just, you know, hey, we'll see you tomorrow. You know, we'll make it this week. How you feel about it, whatever, and it just goes really fast. And sometimes it just kind of progresses into more talking on the phone and uh, taking it slow, or you know, go from there. Why do you think you were able to attract the hottest women? What specifically worked for you? I, I have no idea. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think that at the end of the day, I was never really, you know, I, I wouldn't walk in and go, hey, I'm Antonio Sabato Jr. Mm. and this is who I am, and I'm a celebrity. You know, I'm a, just a real guy. I'm. Mm. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a guy from Italy, born and raised in Rome. So for me to to meet anyone, it's it's a pleasure to meet a celebrity even more. Mm. So so for me, I guess it was just real and not talk about the business. You know, I wouldn't go like I do this, you do that. What are you doing next? You know, it was kind of like I felt that it was real. You know, it was just like one-on-one -on -one, uh, true conversations about just normal things. Would you say that's something that's uh, more scarce in the, in the celebrity world? Like, you know, people just being kind of really down to earth, it sounds like, you know, you're painting that picture. Well, yeah, I think it's because the expectations are high. You know, if you're mm. in the limelight and you have something going good in your life and you're all over the place and magazines or whatnot, and is expected for you to start talking about yourself. And what I tend to believe is that my thing, like you asked me what worked for me, it was like, mm. I was asking them what was going on in their lives mm. and made it more interesting. Like I was really interested in what was happening rather than, hey, it's all about me yeah. and it's not about you. But I, I made it about them. And that's why we talk about this in the blogs mm. that we've been doing for a while is that make it about the person you want to get to know 
because you're interested, not because you have to, and it's not necessarily about you all the time. Well, so I mean, that's a lot of listening, right? It's a lot of listening. I mean, they, also you find a lot of things because people, when they start talking, they, they might make mistakes. They might open up about, about stuff that they shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. and, and you can watch out for things, you know? So it's always good to listen and not talk all the time. So you were... You know, you, you're an attractive guy, obviously. You know, you've been a Calvin Klein model. That was one of the, the, the big things you were well known for as well. So did you notice a difference between the way women treated you before and after, you know, the early 90s when you started to become a celebrity? Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I, I tend to believe that, I mean, I saw a lot more fans. I saw a lot more people taking notice of who I, who I am and who I was when I walked into a room. But I never, mm. you know, I've always believed, that, you know, my father told me, be modest, you know, be kind to people. You know, don't don't show off. Don't be that guy. You know, and I never was. I always had confidence in me from when I was young enough. And mm -hmm. that was because of the way my parents brought me up and the things that we went through. So, you know, confidence comes from within. It doesn't come from the way you look. So I never walked in going, I'm a model. I'm a Calvin Klein model here. Let's go and do what we got to do. It was more like respect everyone the way you want to be respected so the best known example of hollywood dating lifestyles today is like mark Wahlberg's tv show entourage i guess you know that right yeah of course i yeah. know mark too yeah, yeah great great show how reflective of the reality would you say that show is you know knowing mark and knowing mark and especially during those those years that the, that the show is based on i knew every character i i was there i was in it yeah that's that's part of it you know, there's a mm -hmm. lot of drugs and, and booze and rock and roll, and a lot mm -hmm. of a lot of women, a lot of things going on, a lot of money. You know, you you know, I went through that, but um, it's over. You know, that, that sooner or later, you gotta you gotta get away from that because one, your life is at stake. You never know where it might take you, and two mm -hmm. is like, how long can you live that life that mm -hmm. way? You know. Well, how how long does it, would you say it typically last for people or or yourself? Do people kind of do that for two or three years, get get fed up of it, and move on, or like how does it work normally? Well, look, you know, we just lost another another wonderful actor right. yesterday. So it's it depends, you know, addiction. You can mm. be addicted to women. You can be addicted to drugs, booze. Mm. Addiction is a big thing, and so, you know, in this business, sometimes you have a good day, sometimes you have a bad day. And how do you deal with the bad days? You know, do you go back to doing drugs? Do you go back to hanging around with the wrong people? I mean, look at Justin Bieber. I mean, these are things that happen because there's an addiction to the lifestyle, mm. drugs, and rock and roll. And your life is more important. You know, I have children, and, and look at look. I mean, you know, look at Mark. You know, for example, mm. we went through that together. He's got a wonderful life, a wife and kids, and so do I. So, mm. I, after a while, if you can make it through, you stay clean and, and you live a good, healthy life. Do you have any uh, crazy, crazier stories you could give us to illustrate how wild or surreal, or some of the things that you found surprising about Hollywood? Oh, man, I mean, uh, money and uh, the power that is in Hollywood at times and things you can ask for or that I've seen, you know, private jets and things, you know, pretty much the entourage life, you know, I've mm. had it. I, I went through it and, and you see it and your eyes are not big enough to take it all in, but it's pretty much, you know, what the show is based on is things that I truly, you know, saw and went through and, you know, I'm glad I'm out of it. For women that you chased or were interested in, but never hooked up with them, so you never dated them, what do you think was the factor that led to that? How would you correct that today in hindsight, you know, if you were back, thinking back then? I, I could probably just say one person that in, in the past, but that's because she was living in Europe. Hmm. And, you know, my, my taste, I'm very picky about a lot of things. That's the way that I am. Nothing's going to change that. And, uh, you know, I met someone briefly, and I think that 
it got my attention and I kind of chased her for a little while and things didn't work out. But, you know, there's always a reason for everything. And that wasn't for me. But it's right. just, you know, chasing somebody's fun. It's mm-hmm. it's to me has always been intriguing and, and very exciting. So. So I, I'm glad that I went through those those days where I was chasing somebody and I couldn't stop thinking about them. And it was like, you know, I got to do whatever I got to do to hook up with this person. And, um, and it wasn't many, but. It was a few. So, I mean, in that situation, it sounds like it was mostly a logistics kind of like, you know, it, it wasn't easy to meet them again. Whereas, you know, if, they, if they're based in L.A. and you're going to the same parties and things, you kind of naturally meet them a few times and it can progress a lot easier. Would you, would you say, you know, that that was one of the bigger factors, logistics, just them being far away and not not getting opportunities to meet each other so easily. So, you, you know, it's harder to just easily meet them and take it forward. Yeah, but also I, I've done that, too, where, you mm. know, you know, somebody was in Brazil. She was all down there, and I was. And then I, we end up actually getting together, and and you know, we actually were dating for a while. So, I guess for for the time that I was talking to you about earlier it was the fact that I was just busy and things didn't turn out to be. And, and she was away, but maybe if I had time, I probably would have flown over there. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so, I mean, you look at a lot of the divorces in Hollywood and, and they often cite the fact that, you know, they, they got too busy on, on both sides and they kind of grew apart. Would you, would you say that's something that happens a lot in Hollywood just because of the lifestyle, especially because when you're doing a film, you're, you know, obviously on, on site somewhere else and, you know, that, that causes you to be at the time busy and also far away at the same time? I, I can't speak for everyone. I, mm-hmm. I guess that would be one of the reasons, but I think that a lot of relationships in Hollywood where two actors meet on a movie set, Yep. And everything's given, everything is easy. You know, you got your per diem, you got your hotel room, you got the car picking you up every day, you got mm. your makeup artist, your life is easy. You know, you, you get ready for a role, you show up, do what you got to do, and, you know, you don't have to worry about cleaning your clothes. It's pretty much done for you. And then when that is over and you got to get back to reality, and then you start getting to know somebody and spending more time with them, and then things change because you're like, oh, well, this is not the person that I really want to be with. So... I can I can relate to both things. One, you mm. don't get to know somebody too well, and you find out that they're not the one. And, and two is, yeah, I don't see them. They're gone for six months a year. I mean, why am I in this relationship? You know? Yeah, I mean that specific situation is pretty interesting because you know these long projects of six months, you know, nine months for for a film or, or whatever. You know, you, I, I guess it's it's a lot of fun because you're kind of on this team project, and you know, as you say, everything's paid for, and you know, it's exciting with the film. So, would you say that kind of creates a, a good environment for a lot of actors to get get together because because of this, you know, kind of exciting environment? It's like a honeymoon. I mean, right. you're you're on the set. Like I said, everything is given to you mm. with white gloves. You know, everything is is there for you to take. Uh, whether it's a small movie or a big movie, you're mm. there to do something you love to do. And, and there's nothing better than working on a movie set. I mean, it's just right. great, great working with a lot of people. And then you just, you know, you're doing a love scene. You have a relationship on the movie. Mm. You're single. Things are clicking. Yeah. And then and then you leave that environment. And then if you don't make time for that person to come visit you or vice versa, then it's tough, you know, mm. because you don't get to see them and they might be working on something else. I mean, look at the relationship. They don't really last because of, of the factors, but there are some that do and that my wife comes in and visit me on the set and, mm. and I, make, I make her part of uh, the environment and so she can meet who I'm working with and vice versa. So you have to make time for that. If you don't, right. then right. things are not going to be, you know, it's not fair, you know, it's mm. not good. So so would you have to say, like, would you say you have to work a bit harder at the relationship in Hollywood when you've got this kind of life lifestyle? 
just to, to keep things kind of like together, like like you're seeing your wife often, she's she's able to come on the set and stuff. Well, you just have to respect each other. I mean, mm. if, like anything, if you were working as a captain of of, of of a ship and you were gone for such a long time, I mean, you want to you know, make sure to invite that person over and make her part of the environment you live in. So it's not working harder. I think it's just given that mm. she has to, you know, there's there's a place and moment for everything. And so, you know, when weeks go by and you don't spend time with your wife or your husband, you know, things are going to go sour and you don't want that to happen. You want to make sure that, hey, you know, come visit me. I'll come visit you. Let's make it happen. You know, we're together. We're married. You know, we have a relationship, whatever, you know. What would you say is different about dating a celebrity? At, at the end of the day, nothing really because, I mean, you got to be in your own household and you got to live your life. But there's certain perks. There's certain things that come up that, you know, you get free gifts. You get to travel in first class and so things like that do happen, and so you got to appreciate it and be blessed for the things you have. But I guess people know who she is, and you have to deal with the fan base. you got to deal with the paparazzi and all that stuff. But, you know, like I said, you got to listen to that person and, and know that no matter what, we're all human beings. So after the paparazzi and the money goes away, you got to, do I like this person? Do I want to be with her? So mm. not, not much. For me, not, not really much. Right, right. Well, so, so looking from outside of the world, you know, some people could think, okay, celeb most celebrities tend to date other celebrities. Now, based on what we've been talking about, it could be like, well, that's just because of the situations they put in, you know, these are the kind of people they meet. So it's, it's kind of like your surroundings, your environment, you know, that, that's who you're going to most likely meet. And, and it, it just works easier that way. But, you know, other people will look at it and they'll say, well, no, because they're, they're kind of looking for people of the same status, right? And they want kind of someone of their equal and maybe, you know, and when you look at Hollywood, often we say they're very status conscious in Hollywood. Which which one of those would you say is, is kind of a big driver between relationships in Hollywood? I think a little bit of both. I mean, mm -hmm. one is that you want to be with somebody at the same status as you and and be a movie star, let's say, or television actor, or whatever it is. But but then those relationships don't, don't really last that long. So mm. you know, divorce rate is pretty high. Probably the highest has ever been nowadays. And Hollywood, forget about it. I mean, that's probably the highest because people get married and they stay married for a very short amount of time, and then they get divorced, they get remarried again, and they just bounce around. And um, that's because of the environment, the people they hang out with, mm. the, the the projects that they take. There's also a small amount of people like myself and Mark who are married and, and, and strong believe in, in marriage as, as a unity. You know, it's how hard you want to work for it because some people don't. They don't want to deal with the hassle. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to deal with this complications. Let's break up. Let's move on. And I don't want to deal with this because, you know, I got to do a movie. I got to do this. I got to do that. So. It's a little, I'd say 50-50 on mm. those two things, yeah. Do, do, do some people make strategic career-minded decisions when it comes to who, who to date? You know, they're thinking about this on like, you know, who they want to be associated with oh, as, yeah. as they're kind of climbing. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's probably part of that too where you want to be associated with somebody of this nature, of this kind of career versus this one. But, uh, but also nowadays everything's kind of combined, you know. You're not just really a, a movie actor or a TV actor. You pretty much can do anything, so... Mm. you know or music and vice versa so i think people are very specific also they have their publicist setting them up they have this dating system you know i mean like it's kind of like online online dating but the difference is like they call their publicist and they set themselves up with people that you know they know and how do they get to this one how do you get to that and mm. go to specific parties and then you're like i'm gonna meet her she's good for you she's single you know that happened to me when I was single. It happens mm. to a lot of people. So, so when you say publicist, is that is that like the agents or is that the kind of 
PR? No, a, PR, a PR firm, a publicist mm. who takes care of mm. getting, you, getting you in magazines or stuff like that. And they work on all kinds of things, getting you into a party, getting mm. you into a red carpet event, Oscar parties or whatever. And that's how relationships are, you know, that's how mm. they hook up. So, so uh, you've also hear about like some celebrities. I, I remember Pete Sampras years ago. He asked his agent to like set set up a meet with uh, a model. Um, does that does that kind of thing happen a lot as well, or we, or through the PR? You know, introductions straight like that all the time. Mm. It happens. It's probably happening right now. You know, for for next weekend, it's happening all the time. It, it happens. You know, you, we used to hear that on rock bands or mm. you know musicians. You know, because they're on the road and. But it's happening all the time. If you have the power and you're well known and you can make anything pretty much happen, yeah. Mm. So just just a final note on the divorce. Like one of the things I'm thinking about, like obviously celebrities have a fair amount of money. So they're they're very independent in terms of what they can do. Do you think that's one of the factors in the divorces? It's because you know, they're pretty free that, you know, they, they, they have their own wealth and everything so they can do what they want. And they're probably used to getting their own way as well. So potentially like when the marriage isn't working out 100% how they fought, then they're more likely to say, you know, well, you know, I can I can just move on. And it's easier for them to move on than someone who has less wealth and kind of has a, has a more, how do you say, structured job and, and, and structured life, you know, and so, so on. Yeah, but also it's got to do with the fact that choices because it's, you know, when you're selfish and you're thinking about the marriage, it's just about me and it's not working out mm. and I've tried or whatever, then it becomes about saving my ass. So I'm going to work anything to make it happen for me. It's not just the money, it's the fact that there's other choices out there. I'm going to be doing another movie with somebody else, and I'm like, ah, well, who knows? Maybe I just want to be single because I don't want to deal with this. They don't want to fight for the relationship, you know, because relationships are work. You know, you got to work together as a team. Mm. And when you're kind of on the route of being selfish and like, oh, I had enough of this, and the marriage is not that important to me anymore, mm. then you just leave, and, you know, there's a lot of fish in the sea. So there's all kinds of ways you can look at it. One is I want to date other people. I had enough of this. Two, I really don't care anymore, and I got to do and work, do my career. And so it could be all kinds of things. Great, thank you. So one more thing on filming and and being on location. Obviously, what you what you see in the, the tabloids and everything is pretty extreme. You know, they, they they're like everyone is sleeping with everyone. You know, actresses sleeping with directors and, and other actors. And you know, is it is it really that crazy in some situations, or are the tabloids like basically full of shit all the time? I would say there's both on everything. I mean, there's mm. some of them is, is true, some of them is completely fake, and they want to they want to build a story and make money on it. I, I tend to believe that you know if you're on location and you're away for a long time and you're single or whatever, and you don't care about you know pretty much hooking up with anybody, then you'll hook up with anybody. You'll hook up with a waitress downstairs or the bartender. So mm. it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. So I mean, in the, in the list of people who have been caught is endless. Yeah. But, you know, papers make, make money on that kind of stuff. So, and they want to ruin people's lives and relationships. So mm. I, I, I tend to believe that if you don't have a strong base, a strong value at home, mm. a strong relationship with somebody, you can, you can fail. And we're not perfect. We're going to fail. So mm. you got to make sure that you have a strong bond with your loved ones because otherwise you're going to be uh, – you're going to step in the wrong, in the wrong pothole. Right. Are there men that have successfully kept their dating activities discreet in Hollywood? Like, are there many of those? Robert Redford is one of them. I mean, he's, mm. he doesn't know anything about him. And right. certainly there's there's many, <clears throat> many actors who've been around. You know, Bruce Willis, mm. you know, kind of with his, with from Demi Moore. And now he's he's calmed down. He's got his relationship. He was in a time that he was all over the place. Now he keeps it quiet. Mm. There's many, many celebrities who are able to keep 
I mean, look at how long Kurt Russell and Goldie on kept their relationship strong mm. and private for many years. So there's ways, of course, there's ways to, you know, you just don't don't go out there and flaunt your relationship and, and your life to everyone to see and then open the doors, you know, it's just kind of private. Are there a lot of one-night stands between celebs, or would you say there are less than kind of with the average population due to, you know, we're talking about the press and all these other kind of threats that, that could come up if these kind of things are discovered? Yeah, you want to be private. I would say probably less mm. when the biggest star you are because people are going to talk about it and people are going to just, you know, he slept with me, she slept with me, he slept whatever, and they're going to they're gonna make noise and they're going to get on the internet. Right. They're right. going to, you know, they start tweeting, they start doing this and that, they're, you know, so... Obviously, less less is probably right. Mm. And I, I'm guessing that's even more so with non-celebs. I mean, if you look at the Tiger Woods situation, like we we saw before, I bet like celebrities are kind of aware and, and, and scared that kind of thing could happen to them too. Oh well, well Tiger Woods was all over the place. I mean, he yeah. he just never stopped. He was crazy. I mean, I mean, I don't know how he didn't get caught before. He was doing it for a long time, but when it did, it it was yep. too overwhelming. It exploded. So. That was that was a shame. That was just horrible for everyone mm. included, especially the kids and the family. So Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunate. So in Hollywood, as we've been talking, there's a pretty bad record for relationships lasting. Do you think some of that is the kind of the pressure from the public eye and like the tabloids for true or for false, they're, you know, making all these accusations. Do some people kind of fall prey to that? I, I've seen some actors and, and actresses, you know, they constantly get in the tabloids saying that either of them are having relationships. And I don't think either is the case, right? But I could I could see that that would have some kind of negative impact on your relationships if it's happening all the time. Yeah, I think so. But I think if you're open about it with your partner and you're mm. you have a strong bond where you can talk about anything mm. and then you can talk about stuff like that and bring it out in the open and then it just kind of flies by. It's just the way it is and it's trash and, and nothing matters. But when you're not strong, you don't have a strong family values at home and your relationship is not as strong as it should be, mm. then you can fall in the cracks. And that's when things starts overwhelming with uh, what other people are saying. But it all depends. Uh, I think communication is a very big part of a relationship. I mean, if you can't communicate with your partner about anything at all, then those things are going to come up and they're going to cause problems. Yeah, for, for sure. So is there anything we haven't discussed today that you found interesting about the celebrity world of dating and relationships that kind of struck you as you know, you were going through it and perhaps today still that you find is interesting and different to the non-celeb world? Well, you know, I mean, for most people that don't know, I mean, yeah. you know, every day we live our lives and we have to breathe. We have to go to the bathroom, we eat, we do everything. So I think the tabloids, the entertainment, the TMZs, all that world kind of puts everything into, I want to know about their lives. It's better than mine, da 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 da, mm -hmm. and all that stuff. But in reality, it could actually be worse. It's the same, mm -hmm. there's no differences. There's probably more BS and more stuff that you have to take in place. So it's all the same. It just depends what kind of – do you believe what the world is telling you or do you want to see it for what it is? And sometimes mm. it's actually some people, uh, a lot of celebrities that I know, they we stay home and we live a very normal life, boring to most people. I want to talk a bit about what, what's going on in the, in the celeb world. We've talked a lot about your ideas and, and perspectives on dating. Very healthy, I'd say. Who would you say are the men dating the most women today in Hollywood? Are all of them celebrities or do you kind of like see a lot of different other different characters? I don't know, from the sports world, the business world, rich people or, you know, how does that work out? You, you, you have from celebrities to athletes to lawyers to agents. 
to anything. I mean, you see a lot of a lot of actresses um, getting together with their own agents or people that they've known for a while because they're like, I feel safer with somebody that I've known mm. who takes care of my life and I have a connection with, or their lawyers, their agents, whatever. So. People that worked on the set, I mean, look at Julie Roberts. She met someone, she was working, he's a crew member. Mm. You know, so we feel that uh, that works. I mean, we are surrounded by not just celebrities, we're surrounded by, in, in our business, with so many things, photographers and all kinds of things. So I think now it's just pretty much vast to anything, really. Is, is there anyone that you've seen in Hollywood, that any, any guy that you think he's, he's very effective? You know, he's, he's very successful with women? I would say George Clooney comes to mind. Okay, great. Well, so what do you think is special about him or like why is he so successful? I, I see I see a guy who's living the life and he doesn't, you know, it's, it's pretty clear to him and to everyone else that he doesn't want to settle down and he mm. loves the life that he has. So mm. he doesn't mind dating and, and not settling down and not have a family. That's what he wants and it's pretty cool. So, and he's a great guy. He's, he's one of those guys you can hang out with and, and talk about anything all day long. And so... You know, everybody's different, but I just see him and even even Brad Pitt settled down. There's a lot of actors of really back, big statue who have settled down and he just he just can't. He can't. <laughs> great, great. So that's a, that's a great example. Are there any kind of non-famous guys, like non-celebrities who are, are dating as successfully or like, you know, pretty, pretty well compared to George Clooney in Hollywood? I don't know. I mean, sure, of course they are. Of mm. course, there are people that that are not in the limelight who are dating celebrities and stuff like that. It's like there's there's a huge line of, of people uh, of women who are dating just normal guys. Yeah, you see it all the time. Yeah. But that's cool. I mean, you, everybody's different. It depends mm. what kind of life you want to have. You know, I mean, do you live your life as a celebrity? Do you live your life as a, as a human being? So, mm. you know. It's strong values, I think, comes down to that. So we, we, we talked very briefly, you noted about rock stars and their traveling lifestyle, which you know, is obviously a bit different to many, many other celebrities. Have you had any exposure to that or, you know, have you got to know that, know that world in any way? The rock star world? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, friends of mine, people that in the industry who are musicians and stuff like that. Mm. You know, my wife is a musician. She was on the road and on mm. a concert for, for a very long time. So I understand it. I also trust my wife. She trusts me. So, you know, we are, like I said earlier, you just want to make time to see them in that environment. Be part of the world. Don't stay away from it. You mm. want to be part of it. This year on my show, I'm going to be on the road all the time. So I need, I need to see my wife and my children to come visit me. I mean, I can't stay away from them. So mm. I'm actually going to have a, a rock tour this year because I'm going to be in so many cities constantly for, right. you know, seven months. So I can relate to that. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Antonio. A couple of more questions and, and then we're done. Thanks for this. So this is like a kind of a big question for the people who are in our audience, right? Because I mean, some of them have high aspirations. Can anyone date a celebrity or is it going to be really hard if you're outside of that world or not connected with that world? I think so. I think, I think you can. Of course you can. Don't see it as a celebrity. See it as a human being. I think yep. these celebrities, I think they love the fact that they're meeting somebody and go, and one of the things I loved about my wife from day one was the fact that she didn't know who I was. Mm. She, you know, she wasn't like, oh, I've seen everything you've done. I'm a big fan. I was like, we're going to talk about normal stuff. I really don't care who you are. I want to know who you are as a person. So if you come down with that instead of going starstruck, because that, that's not real. You want to get to know the person rather than the lust that you have for that person because you think you know them. You've seen all their movies and stuff. So I think that you want to stay grounded. And go, I like this person for who they are, not for what they've done. Yeah, well, I'm guessing that that's probably pretty scarce, right? Most of the people you meet 
outside of the celebrity world, they tend to know you and put you on some kind of pedestal. Would you say that's kind of the rule? Yeah, I think so. Because we have so much around around us with, with the tabloids and, and the uh, online stuff and just communication level, you can, it's worldwide. I mean, it's huge. So it's too big. You know, you're surrounded by the media constantly 24-7. So you don't want to relate to that. You want to be grounded and go, I'm going to meet this person. I don't care who they are, what they do. I'm going to just focus on who is he? You know, who is this person? So, I mean, it, it's, it sounds like the, the most important thing there is, is, is the values of the person, right? So that, you know, they kind of don't let the celebrity go to their head, like the fact that this person's in the news and stuff all the time. Is there anything else that you'd point out about, you know, someone who's able to kind of be more normal around celebrities? Well, like where, where you've seen that? What, what is it about these people? Well, you, you got to, like I said, you got to be grounded and mm. go, they're not celebrities. I'm talking to a human being. Mm. I'm attracted to this person. It's cool. I love it. Because if you put everything, if you put somebody on a, on a pedestal, whether it's good or bad, things are going to go wrong because you have these expectations about that person. Mm. It's not, it's not real. You know, it's not who they really are. You gotta, you gotta take the time to express yourself and listen and find out who they are. Not the, not the role they played on TV or in the movies. You know, that's not, that's not who they are, you know? So, uh, we ask this question of everyone who comes on the podcast. What are your top three recommendations to men wanting to get results as fast as possible with high quality women? What would be the top three things you would recommend that they do? Well, stay clean in a sense that, you know, stay clean as a human being, wash yourself, dress well, that kind of stuff. Mm. I mean, brush your teeth, be, be, you know, you want to showcase who you are mm. and not take it for granted and also be honest, mm. truthfully be honest about who you are mm. and listen to that person. You know, listen to them and, and put your attention to them rather than onto yourself. So that's great, great advice. So what are you up to these days, you know, apart from what else? You told us about your current projects. So I know, you, you know, you've got this involvement with the blog. What else have you got going on in this kind of dating relationship sphere? Well, this is pretty much my, as far as the dating is concerned, yeah. I mean, the blog and everything, it's been, it's been an awesome year and our commitment is, it's coming to an end, mm -hmm. but we had a great time working together. Mm. You know, I had a great time helping a lot of folks, a lot of guys out mm. there. And so that's what you want to do. You want to help them out and make sure that they can walk away uh, knowing a little bit more about this dating world. And uh, I think I was able to do that mm. from the commons and people that I've been able to reach out all over the world. So it's been fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, Antonio, thanks for being on the show. This has been, you know, really interesting insight. And thanks for being so honest. You know, that's really what, what we're looking for here, the truth and, you know, re really getting at it so that, you know, it really helps people rather than looking at everything that we get in the news and media and everything. So I know our audience is really going to love this. Thanks very much. Thanks, pal. I enjoy your time over there. I will do. Thank you very much. Thanks, pal. Hope you guys all got a lot out of that interview and can see how it can apply to your life and how to improve your dating. Like there's, there's many different angles there. If you, you know, have any questions about today's episode or any comments about the way you see it, please put those in the usual place on the Dating Skills podcast page at datingskillsreview.com slash DSP49 for today's episode. You'll also find links to anything mentioned on the show and also the link to Antonio Sabato's blog. At the end of 2013, you may have noticed that there was a survey on datingskillsreview.com asking you a whole bunch of questions about what you were struggling with, what you were challenged by mostly, and where you weren't happy with your dating life. And thousands and thousands of you filled in that. And we're really grateful because it really 
gets us to see exactly what's going on with you. You know, even if we're giving you all this advice and, and you know, we believe it really works and all you have to do is apply it, then people still get stuck in different areas. So it's really useful for us to get that direct feedback from you. And it gives us that perspective on areas where you're still struggling. So there were some key areas that you were still struggling with. And we decided what we do is we put together a program to help you get over that. And it was launched just a few weeks ago. Some of you may have received an email about it. We haven't sent a lot of emails about it. We've kept it kind of low key. And we're going to continue to keep it kind of low key because we have limited resources to work on this. But this is a one-time announcement. I just want to let you guys know that it's out there. If you, if you are struggling, then you can check out datingskillsreview.com slash kickass. So that's just K-I-C-K-A-S-S, just one word. And there's some information there about, about the program we've put in place. We already have a few guys on the program, and I'm really excited to see, you know, what we're going to get out of this and, you know, the results that you guys are going to be getting from it. So it's really something for us to look forward to, and we feel like it's going to, you know, take Dating Skills Review to the next level. We've been looking for ways to help you more and, you know, to help more of you guys get results quicker for quite a while now. And with this program, I really feel we're like we've hit the nail on the head. This is, this is really something that's going to work for a lot of guys. So that's all I'm going to say about that. And that's it for today. I'll be talking to you all in a new episode of Dating Skills Podcast soon. Take care, guys. Take control of your dating life today. Take one idea or one insight from today's episode and apply it today. Don't wait. Do it today. That's all it takes to change your life, step by step, episode by episode. Learn more about what I, Angel Donovan, and my team do at DatingSkillsReview.com. How we help men like you take control of their dating lives.